welcome to this evening edition of Glorious Vagabond. I'm your host, La Ariel, and today we're talking once more about allies. I made a declaration some days ago, and I let it be known that henceforth I shall tolerate zero when it comes to racism, when it comes to willful ignorance. And I'm sticking with that policy because I think for a long time, black people especially have carried the weight of explaining racism to white people. We have exerted all manner of energy trying to make racist people or not even outwardly racist, but people with internal biases make them understand. And that's simply not a conversation I wish to have any longer. I remember very distinctly the year 2016. I spent it traveling quite a lot. Uh, I think I was in Copenhagen, Thailand, some other places, all in the same year, France. And on several occasions, I found myself getting into conversations with white Europeans. And in fact, one white American guy, I think, in Thailand as well. And every time these conversations would begin, they'd always start off really great. And of course, I don't know if any other black people or people of color have had this experience, but sometimes, almost always, the conversation ends up going to race. Almost always. And as a black American, I always felt compelled to try to explain and try to help people to empathize. And I found this process to be incredibly exhausting disheartening and downright heartbreaking I would end up in tears because it was as though no amount of words or stories or true facts I could demonstrate would appeal to the hearts of these people a lot of them would be very dismissive stating things such as oh but slavery was such a long time ago and various other things like that. So I more or less made a decision in my mind that I would no longer have this conversation. There's a book out with the title and why I'm no longer talking to white people about race. I have not had the pleasure of reading it, but the title really appeals to me because as I stated before, having these conversations can really just take the life out of you. So in conversation with a friend last year who I will not name, They told me that on occasion they use the N-word. Now this friend is of European ancestry and is in no way, shape, or form a person of color. And the politest way that I could respond to that was just don't use it around me. And I think it was like a case where I didn't believe in throwing away a friendship. This is a person I've known for many years. But at the same time, it was important for me to draw those boundaries. But I've come to the realization that that's not enough. I don't want to have a conversation. I don't want to engage because it takes a lot of my energy. But at the same time, I do want to make it clear that until each individual white person takes the time to do their own personal assessment and their own checking of self, 
we can't engage in this sort of, well, I'm doing this, I'm going to the protest and I'm signing the petitions. I'm sorry, but none of that matters if you still think it's okay to use the N-word. It just doesn't matter. And it doesn't even have to be that extreme. If you still think it's okay to be biased or if you still think it's okay to appropriate culture but you want to say you're at the protest and you're at the marches. I'm sorry, this doesn't add up to me. I know that we are humans and that nobody is perfect. But if we're going to go around trying to police other people's behavior and call other people out for being um, quiet or silent during this time, we also have to check ourselves and say, hey, wait a minute. Let me make sure that I'm on the straight and narrow before I start calling other people out. Are there some things in my thinking that need to be reassessed? And I know it's a lot. It's a hard job. I always say that. It's not an easy thing. White people who are allowing themselves to sit with the discomfort of facing the reality of white privilege and white supremacy, while I'm not going to applaud you because I think it's your basic human thing that you should be doing, I still recognize that it's not easy and I recognize that it is uncomfortable but the last thing we need to be doing is patting ourselves on the back for going to protest and signing petitions and calling other people out when we haven't even taken a moment to do that for ourselves and this is no diss to that friend I still consider them a friend but please Don't look for praise for doing basic things. If you see that another people are oppressed, are mistreated, the very least you can do is some of those things that you've listed. Some of those things that you want to be applauded for. I'm sorry, but there are no awards for just looking out for your fellow human. Why why do we think that we need to have some sort of praise. I just, I'm sorry. I feel very strongly about that in many ways. It's not just related to race, but it's just like when you're doing your job, you don't expect to be praised for it because that's your job. Now, if you go above and beyond, now that's different. If you were supposed to get off at 10, but you stayed until 1130, because you saw that someone needed help. Now that's different. Yes, you deserve some recognition. But when it comes to looking out for your fellow human race, like I don't understand, like it actually kind of saddens me because it makes me feel as though a lot, a lot of people are participating right now very superficially. They are, as I said, sharing the petitions inboxing their friends and that's great but do that because you really want to see a change not because you're like I'm fighting for you no that's I mean as I've already stated white racism is a white problem it has nothing to do with me there's nothing I can do about it we have been trying it's up to other white people to say actually you know what we don't like the way things are going We're going to do something about it. And I think that's a very basic thing. So you will not catch me singing your praises for doing that. But what you will catch me saying is, 
If you're going to ask for praise for something, please make sure that your house is clean. And when I say house, I mean the content of your heart. If I'm letting you know, as a black person, that using the N-word is not right, you shouldn't be using that word. and You shouldn't want to use it or think it's funny at all. Why should I have to explain that in the year 2020? If you say that your, your community is black, you say that you support the black community, you say you've been fighting for our rights, why should I have to explain something so basic? And I know this is not a... Maybe it is a common story. I don't know. But again, I really hesitate to start clapping for people doing things that they should just do just because. It's not about um, not being supportive of that or anything of that nature. It's just like it's the basic requirement as a human that we should all be making sure that all of our rights are in order. There's so many times when I felt compelled to just step in and it was none of my business, but because I was human and I saw another human, I felt compelled and I didn't stick around and wait for someone to praise me. I don't, I don't need to list all the times I've saved children and taken actual little babies out of harm's way from Los Angeles to Thailand to, um, there was another little girl, two times in Thailand. I don't need to list that out because it's not, I'm not here to, to be praised, but I'm just demonstrating to you guys now that as humans... We're supposed to look out for each other, full stop. Full stop. But just make sure before you start checking other people and telling them what they haven't done, you make sure that your shit is clean. Please. So I think this is going to be a standalone episode. I could add it to the other edition, which was called Dear Allies. I think I'll make this Dear Allies (laughs) 2.0. It's sort of like a little rant, a little tired from that conversation, but it's almost shocking sometimes how we're, how we fail to communicate with each other and how someone can be disappointed simply by you being honest. But it doesn't hurt me because I know that at the end of the day, being truthful and saying how I feel is very liberating and being at a point now where things have gotten so bad that we can no longer sugarcoat we can no longer be sweet about it we have to call a spade a spade yes that's wonderful that you went to the protest i think it's amazing that you've signed all the petitions that you've called out other people in your community but please understand me when i say If you're still deflecting from the use of the N-word, there's a problem. And no amount of the things you've done can take that away. You have to check yourself. It's been wonderful talking to you guys today. 
I hope to remain consistent with these podcasts and get better with them over time. It is difficult to manage the noise because I am recording from home and apparently someone is taking their recycling out at this very moment. (laughs) But in any event, I appreciate you listening. I hope that you are well wherever you are in the world and that you're fighting towards a better future for all humans, for all people, for all children especially, so that we can leave them a world that is together and that's not in pieces so we can leave them a world that they can be proud to live in yeah until the next time i want you to stay fly and stay fresh and most importantly you know the drill stay focused much love from london speak to you soon